everyone, welcome back to TR's Chat. This is our podcast under the um, Religion Outside of the University Seminar Series, Student Seminar Series under the Department of Theology and Religious Studies at King's. Today, okay, sorry, my name is Sarah, and today we are joined by Georgia, the, our Hello. lovely, lovely founder of the series. You're going to have to stop calling me that because it makes me nervous. (laughs) I love saying it. I'm obsessed. Okay. Because you are. And I think we need to, we need to honor, not honor, but we should celebrate that. You know? I was listening to the podcast the other day when you were explaining it. And then you were like, I really hope Georgia doesn't get mad at me for how I explained that. You did a very good job. I I enjoyed it very much. (laughs) Thank you. But yeah, today we are going to talk about essays and essay tips and essay stress and ranting about our current essays and how we're not doing well. Yeah, how we are. I think apathy is the key word of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apathy, <laughs> very apathetic. Obviously, um, the current situation in terms of our education with COVID, um, it has been a year, which makes me insane. depressed to think about. And mm-hmm. it is a year that we have had online reduced education in a humanity subject, which even though the department are doing so much to try and make sure we're okay um yeah it's really difficult you're meant to be able to talk and discuss and bounce ideas and share and it's just not happening and it's just like we're all cooped up in one room like on our own during our lectures or seminars and it's just like i can't i need to i need to talk to people about this um so this is great this is amazing um it's going to be very therapeutic very very breathe (laughs) yeah so yeah I guess we're just gonna we're gonna talk about essay tips and kind of weave in discussions of like how we write our essays and just the overall experience of writing essays for TRS and Mm. yeah I hope I, I, I like to think that we're quite qualified to give tips I, I mean, right. I, I don't want to toot our own horns, but I mean, we didn't fail our first year Yeah, <laughs> between us. I think um, between us, like we've had our fair share of firsts in essays. Yeah. So yeah. that's enough humble bragging for now. I, I, I mean, you know, I'm genuinely not bragging. Just genuinely like to tell people like we kind of know, like I'm not just saying stuff. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I guess I'll just get into it. Um, essay tips. I think one thing what I really like about um, TRS that I don't realize is is not common for everywhere because I've talked to my friends about it and is that we have our essay questions available right from the beginning. Yeah. Um, I think I was talking to my friend who does like European studies and she said, you know, they give out the essay questions like later in the term which stresses me out um but yeah so with that in mind I think we come into the modules and we got we get the syllabus when you have the list of questions that we can choose from and with that I think the first step is to decide what you want to write on early on 
well you don't have to decide but you kind of have your the questions as guidelines for like how to approach your seminars and lectures especially if it's like a purely essay coursework based module yeah um I don't know what do you how do you usually go about choosing a question I definitely look to pick early like you're saying um however there are some modules especially if it's a module you've not taken before so last semester I did um bible in the artistic imagination with Vittorio and I had never done a art history art critique module at Mm -hmm. all and for me I couldn't pick my questions early I had such a it all depended on how I responded to what piece of art we were being shown or discussing Mm -hmm. and I could only write about something that I had a emotional connection to yeah so that's the only time I've never picked relatively early on what I want to write Mm -hmm. about um but I think the crux of what we're saying and you know pick your questions early is you need to be engaging from quite early on definitely what's going on and you know yes it's quite nice that okay if I've picked an essay question so say um for an essay that I have due next week help um I picked to um, answer a question on faith reason and desire in the poslogian now I picked that really early on and you know I could have just attended the lecture that was specifically catered to those points however you miss a lot of background information and other things that will like heighten your essay response if you just focus purely on your essay topic if that Mm -hmm. does that make sense am I no that makes that makes a lot of sense I think (laughs) it's really easy to think like oh it's a coursework best based um module and so out of the 10 classes we have only like two or three are exactly relevant to the essay question it's so easy to be like all right I'm gonna just show up to that one you miss context in reality I think so much context yeah so much context and I think if you even if you don't decide what you want to write early on I think look at the questions as like as soon as you have that syllabus look at the questions so you know what you're expecting I think Mm. what I do is so during the lecture or the seminar have the questions with you and highlight key points raised in the lecture or seminar that may be useful for your argument with whatever question so I recommend doing this with like required readings as well if you can although let's be real I haven't properly done my readings in advance of seminars in a while but anyways (laughs) I would like to establish my first nerd point of the hour. I think we should make a score. I'm going to keep a tally. Oh my God, yes. Nerdiest thing. And then whoever comes out of it at the end, when the pub's open, has to buy the other a pint for being perfect. How does that sound? That sounds amazing. Okay. So here is my first um, attempt at earning a nerd point. I print off all my module syllabuses. I have them See? in a file exactly. and I take them to every lecture with me. How does, do I get a point for that? That You get a point for that. Uh, okay. One, I, one I keep them me. open a lot. I don't print them just because I don't have a printer and I can't, I can't, I hate paper just because it's like, it's, <laughs> it gets all over the place and it's cluttery and like my desktop is cluttery as it is. Um, oh but yeah, I agree. Make sure you have your like, like your syllabus is your best friend (laughs) like okay I think that gives me a nerd point (laughs) I think yeah I'm gonna give you a nerd point for that your syllabus I swear people like Um, people 
ignore the syllabus and just show up to class and like wonder why why they miss some stuff and it's like it's all in the syllabus on the i don't understand <laughs> <laughs> on, a, um, on that printing paper on that paper point and it, i will get to it later when we you know get to talking about proofreading and things like that mm-hmm. i'm very dyslexic all right yeah I have to have everything printed off i can't read it off a screen and someone very kindly referred to me the other day as that woman greta thunberg hates because <laughs> i go through so Ooh. much paper <laughs> i go through so much oh paper in a semester um it was they were joking okay i, I think they were joking <laughs> i'm gonna have to check but you know what it's it's because you genuinely have like you need to have it like that like you can't you can't can't really yeah my sleep Greta (laughs) so yeah I have to print off everything Mm -hmm. paper clips are my best friend like they help me keep my life and my documents together and like okay going back on that kind of prepping or like basically this is like you're pre-planning for your essay like you're you have the questions ready you come into lectures you know you notice key points that are relevant to your question this cut this cuts down prep time by a lot because like by doing this you have all the basic information and like the arguments for your essay and so by the time you're actually planning or writing your essay it's almost like putting puzzle pieces together as opposed to being some building something from scratch yeah and i think the thing is this i'm here for oh, that sorry. you go sorry no sorry i'm done <laughs> i was going to say sour and i do this all the time especially when i'm on the podcast we get excited and then talk over each other and then we yeah. like, apologize profusely um the thing that i find as well is that if you're submerged in an essay question and I know that sounds very wishy-washy and airy-fairy, but if you're over it from, like, the first lecture, you've got an idea of what you want to write, even if it changes slightly or even if you move to a different question. But if you're engaging, then when it comes to actually writing your essay, you're able to go, okay, this is what the scholarship is saying. Mm -hmm. What do I think? What is it that I feel about this? And that's by including that personal analysis adequately and correctly evidenced and backed up and argued in a sophisticated way is how you get the good marks. And if you're already engaged in what you're learning and you Mm -hmm. enjoy what you're doing, then that's going to be much easier for you. Definitely. I think the whole personal aspect of it is so true. I think with um, what I've realized coming to university is that at least like UK universities, they care, they want you to make a comment on like, they want you to have an opinion of what you're like studying, which is in high, like before kind of coming here, I think it's quite strange thinking like, oh, you're critiquing like these great scholars and thinkers. But I think that's, that's genuinely kind of what makes, um, what makes you a great scholar student whatever you want to call it um but yeah definitely that does get you the points i've got a funny anecdote so again uh bible in the artistic imagination last semester and vittorio was very keen that he wanted us to vocalize our opinions on these artworks or how they made us feel and this expression and there were at least two three times that i can count where i legitimately said to vittorio 
but you don't really what what do you actually want from us because no one ever wants our opinion so so what is it you yeah. actually want no Georgia I want you I want you to tell me what you think about it yeah but you see I don't believe you so what do you actually want no. <laughs> that's so true it's like in my head I'm like yeah they want us to think but they want us to think a specific way it's like it's kind of it's all like the illusion of choice it's like oh god they're they're making us think like we have a say in anything but i don't be- but i'm like i believe that knowing that they kind of want something from us can you tell sarah and i study philosophy yet the <laughs> yeah. illusion of choice the illusion. <laughs> free will free will is not real um anyways <laughs> speaking of choice and what we can do i don't know if this is a good segue but okay still in the realm of plans right another point i love the planning stage folks honestly i think most here's the thing most of my essay writing is in the planning and like i'm gonna talk about this okay you know i'm gonna talk about it now i basically write my plans is so i write my outline and then i do my research on my outline and by the time i'm done with my research and my actual outline it's an essay in bullet point format that I just need to copy paste and make into pretty sentences. And I kind of got into trouble for this twice, actually. Um, oh, God. So I, because I'm going to talk about this later on again, but you go to office hours, you kind of send in your essay plan, they comment on it, blah, blah, blah. I sent mm. in my essay plan and he, and it was cruel, cruel Kirsten, love that man. But he said, this is not an outline this is your essay I cannot read it like (laughs) and I was just like I was I was so scared I was like oh my god I've this is pre-marking please don't hate me um Karul is one of those lecturers that you just want to impress honestly like with all all lectures you kind of just want to impress well some more than others but yeah. Some have like major parental figure vibes, and that's yeah. when you don't oh, want the. Uh, I'm definitely. not angry. I'm disappointed. <laughs> so. Yeah. But no, I see. I handle my office hours differently, so I'll have somewhat another an idea of what I want to write on an essay mm-hmm. plan, and I'll have maybe a very brief structure, um, kind of what I think, kind of what I would like to do, and then again. I've probably said this before don't know if you can tell I'm very verbal so Mm. I have to talk it through Mm. so my lecturers who have only got like 10 minutes to spare of their busy lives have to put up with me going yeah okay so but what about this and what about Mm -hmm. this how can I incorporate this 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 and this but I don't actually want to talk about that I want to talk about this and they just sit there like for the love of god just answer the question (laughs) I think that gives you a nerd point oh excellent but um I have to I have to talk it and Mm -hmm. then so then my first proper plan or draft will be I use dragon which is like the amazing Mm. like speech to text software it will be 2,000 words of utter amazing utter crap it will mean nothing there will not be full sentences there will be no punctuation I will spout nonsense but then it will get out of my system everything that I feel about the question or Mm -hmm. what I think the answer to the question might be and then from that point 
I pull that first draft apart. Oh. I cross out. I, this is why Greta Thunberg doesn't like me. I print it out and I start editing it. I cross waves out. I write new sentences. I make notes. I then go, okay, this is my bank of referencing that I want to use, which is also all printed out. Sorry, Greta. And then I start going through all the quotes that I've indexed. And that's how my plans and drafts start. They're very... Wow. Um, tactile and it's mm-hmm. you would hate you the state of my room currently is uh the floor is paper rather than lava. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is just stuff everywhere and better that, than me that, i have, have clothes and oh it's a mess i don't want to look at my I, I sometimes i don't want to be in my room to work because it just stresses me out because it's so messy oh but no that's really interesting that you kind of because i feel like my approach is the reverse of that whereas I start with like a very clear idea of like I look at the question okay so I look at the question and then I basically plan the structure and kind of take key points of the kind of um, essay question and make and transform them into like argument like possible arguments and whatnot and and then really build that into like a clear outline and then I send like that short outline to um like lecturers or uh, GTAs and stuff and literally you know they're more than happy to read what you've planned and give you feedback and yeah. kind of the earlier you do this the earlier you spot the errors and kind of will know well, what to look back. for you can what? go back to an essay plan they'll see exactly. an essay plan more than once and yeah, yeah I do that a lot and sometimes also some tips sometimes they even say like really helpful things that you can directly put in your essay like yeah. The amount of time, so for instance, like for my um last year for my Machiavelli essay for Renaissance and Reformation political thought with um Dr. David Crankshaw, I sent in my essay plan. He was like, "Oh, that's nice. That's this is good." However, I think you might want to add about X, Y, and Z because it will help your argument. And and that kind of little comments really push you from like yeah, getting a two one to a first probably. Yeah, I remember going to um. Paul Joyce in my first year, well, first yeah. year, first semester, Same. and um, it was a essay on diachronic and synchronic method, and you know which one is good or bad or better. And I took this essay plan to him and went, "I've got a comparison. What do you think?" He's like, "Yeah, it's good, but I feel like you should maybe focus on Genesis and look at Genesis because there is a lot of really interesting stuff in there." And, um, you know, he pointed me in a direction that I hadn't thought of going. Yeah. And to this day, that is one of my favorite essays that I have ever written. I enjoyed it so much because you feel, again, this at risk of sounding like a huge dog. I enjoy footnoting and I enjoy referencing and I enjoy like hunting yeah. for obscure quotes Same. and things and like compiling them I think we both get a nerd point for that We're, yeah I'm upset <laughs> but I don't footnote but I like I do love I love seeing my bibliography grow that is really really cool oh, oh, so that is so nerdy <laughs> <laughs> it's so satisfying yeah um, when you're put on a different path by a lecturer that you've not thought about going on yourself you legitimately feel like uh scooby-doo you feel like the mystery ink and you're there with your little your little your little what are Mm -hmm. they called oh magnifying glasses there you go and you're like hunting stuff and you just feel so yeah it's it's fun like it's so rewarding once you finish like you did all that 
Mm. Um, also in the topic of Paul Joyce, I think I did the same. I came to his office hours, um, asked, it was also for Hebrew Bible. Um, I think it was about, um, the, oh, I don't remember, but it was about like you how the, apocalyptic. I no, I did how the Israel, how the, how the early Israelites emerged or something like that. Oh, and the emergent. So, okay yeah the emergence which i can kind of do again for the one we're doing this year <laughs> anyways oh. um so i put sent in my essay plan i came for a talk he was lovely um and he was pointing out how like oh i think you should also point out that like so i think the, my main argument was like oh, there's this one thing that's like contested and then he said but you know even traditional some traditional scholars kind of saw some weight to it and kind of that guided me to like where I need to look and like how I need to what I need to develop my arguments which mm. is very very helpful mm, very good right right how about we move on to structure even we... though planning is the most important part structure yeah structure secondary mm-hmm. part. I think for me okay structure is I think it's the easiest way to make sure your essay has a great mark is it's that it's to have a good structure i I mean you know of course the answers like answering the question is important but i think that's a given i think we should all move past the whole discussion of like answer the question i don't understand like that's i don't understand how that's a tip that people throw around often because like dna level it's so obvious what are the key words like there is a yeah there's a question you're supposed to answer it so it makes sense for you to answer the question but yeah um i think what takes you from like a two 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 one or whatever to a first deals a lot with the structure because like Mm. how you present your argument because i think if you have a clear structure everything falls into place not always if you have some really like if you have a bad argument not maybe not but like and a huge, a huge part of it is done in the introduction. Mm-hmm. A huge part of how you set out your structure is in the introduction. And I, it took me a long time to get my head around this because I was always, I always wrote my essays from a, I'm going to reveal it to you at the end. Isn't it exciting? Oh, We're no. going on an adventure, which is just absolutely, <laughs> academics hate it. They hate yeah. it. They're like, I no. want to know what you're saying in the beginning. And Say it and then <laughs> outline it. In the, in the end of your introduction paragraph. Yeah, that's what I do. You introduce it. And I've gotten in the habit of using Roman numerals to like structure. Ooh. So I will have a section one and it is oh, very yeah. clear that, that is section one. And then I'll have a section two with Ro- marked out with Roman numerals mm-hmm. in the text. Very clear that's section two. And that's David Craigshaw who taught me how to do that. Bless him. Yeah. And it makes my life so much easier. And I it do makes it easier. Feel- for yeah. the marker as well because then it's like it's they can clearly see the difference um like where your argument changes or like the different yeah. things you want to say sorry for cutting but yeah no 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 no. yeah that's exactly it and especially when you're writing on things like philosophy and mm-hmm. or history or basically any humanities essay mm-hmm. you're writing about things that are contested that are sometimes mm-hmm. quite hard to grasp. I have been banging my head against the table for this essay on Anselm because there are just some things that are like, I mm-hmm. do not understand what mm-hmm. I'm saying. 
I know I'm saying something, but what that is, I've got no idea. And having yourself a clear structure where it's like, right, I can wash my hands of this section and what I'm saying is great. And I always find that if I do my comparison, I do, if it's a comparative essay, I do that in one bulk at the end. So I will, so maybe it's good to talk about an example if you don't mind me talking about. Yeah, go ahead. Perfect. So let's go with this Anselm essay. Um, So it's about faith, reason and desire. So first section, I'm going to define what those are. I'm going to set them out. I'm going to discuss them in their individual contexts. The second section, I'm going to discuss how they relate to each other. I'm going to do a comparative there rather than mixing up trying to do a comparative at the same time. And then Mm -hmm. in the third section, I could answer any questions on critique or why we're looking at it a certain way. And having those clear structures in something like a philosophy essay makes it Mm -hmm. a million times easier to have any idea of what you're actually arguing and speaking on your last part on um, facing um, answering criticisms, I think when you're structuring your essay, it's really really helpful. It's not; it doesn't always work with it doesn't work with every essay, but when it does work, I think it's um, it's it's amazing. Is think and counter arguments if you can, like pre budding or preparing for everything in general, like preparing for potential criticisms, setting boundaries to your definition, etc. So that basically mm. you're you're addressing the criticisms on top of your arguments. It's it's a very effective way, I think, of telling the readers that and your markers that you know what you're writing and you're ready for any challenge that might come. And I'm currently taking two modules from outside of the department. So I'm taking a philosophy module and a history de- uh, module. And in the philosophy department, um, the lecturer um, Peter Adamson said, like it should be like a back and forth dialogue which kind of naturally Mm. progresses the argument so you're kind of going from well this thing the this argument is a but b thinks this but b is wrong because a and because of that you you, and then you just move that's like a very uh, traditional um way of writing in philosophy though isn't mm -hmm. it exactly it's a style of argument i don't think i could ever get my head around that so props to you no i mean it's not i don't think it's always like that in like i don't think it's exactly like back and forth back and forth but it's more like for like kind of every point you make you kind of address potential criticisms like you can say well for instance um i can't okay in, in my like machiavelli essay i talk about how well, this is Fortuna, this is virtue, whatever. But some people might think this. But I think that's wrong because blank. It's very kind of getting ready for, I don't know. Yeah, but basically that's one tip. And in kind of my the history department, I think it's um, Dr. Nyarlo Flaherty, if I'm not mistaken. Um, He says like your essay should be, it should unfold something as you progress. Mm. So you should come from, like, the very, like, um, have, like, one kind of point and have that slowly open up and, cr- I don't yeah. know how to, yeah, that's no, what that, it is. That's how I like writing. I mm-hmm. like writing that, okay, this is the core of what I'm going to say. This is in one sentence, what I'm going to argue or what I'm going to say or 
what position I'm taking and then using like a good structure you know renowned academics the resources and references provided to you unfolding that point in its complexities because most things are complex and don't fit into a sentence so it's that nuance and complexity um, and unfurling and unfolding that that I find really enjoyable Mm -hmm. definitely and it's like once you're once you have all of that your essay is basically done like maybe you haven't written it out like fully yet but once you have that structure and that plan and the research it's basically like you're done Mm. you just needed to add some um connect connective words is that what you call like join I basically go through per 2000 word essay I go through about six drafts and that's from the like verbalizing utter nonsense Mm -hmm. to the completed draft the first three or four are legitimately like a battle (laughs) it is so hard and that is where I am honing everything that we have just spoken about the structure the argument Mm -hmm. the nuance how am I unfolding this how am I referencing this and then the last two are just about okay how do I make this flow as succinctly as possible Mm -hmm. could a word choice be different here could this sentence be read better and again a huge part of that is my dyslexia and the fact that I have everything going on in my head and I know exactly how to answer it in my head and I can verbalize it but quite often that verbalization comes out in a splurge so it's honing that and nuancing that and that's usually again that is why I apparently will never be liked by Greta Thunberg. <laughs> I think so, that's going to be the title of this. Just being Greta Thunberg by Greta won't Thunberg. like, doesn't like Georgie. Yeah. <laughs> the syllabus <laughs> is my best friend, and Greta Thunberg won't like, hate Georgie. I don't know. Let's so maybe. I think you should get a point for the syllabus is my best friend. <laughs> no, I think we. I think we did that already. Um... No, I'm going to give you another one. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give you another one because that was quite. Hearing yeah. it out loud, that was quite sad. It is sad. <laughs> no, genuinely, it's like I'm embarrassed. I'm. Like I promise, I'm cool. <laughs> At least I think. <laughs> I promise okay, I don't. I was not. I promise I'm cool. <laughs> no, genuinely, like I just I'm very particular about my essays. Here's the thing. Like I feel like I don't in class. Okay, no. Here's the thing. In class, I am. I don't really participate that much. Like okay, no, I do. I try sits there silently and I'm the one that has to ask all the questions and be like engaging because I feel guilty for the poor lecturer having no one and then she sat there in silence and she's like "Mm, I had a really good point about such and such and such and such but I just didn't want to say it I'm like could could you hate saying stuff do you have to share with me (laughs) (laughs) no it's like okay I I think when you're engaged in the lecture it's fun it's like nice but at sometimes I get to like it's it's very um stressful for me. I'd rather just sit back and listen to what people think and form my own arguments and then work hard for the essay. Like not I'm not saying that like I yeah, I just basically have no motivation to talk. You can't see. 
Um, but, but I'm shaking my head. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll try. Sorry. No, but no, also I... sometimes I'm just not prepared. And that's why I don't have anything to say. Like, I would sit there. The worst bit is, though, is because you never want to be... Everyone knows a person in their lecture that dominates. Yeah. And especially <laughs> when it was in person, there would always be one or two. And you'd be like, they'd open their mouth and you'd be like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. Here they go again. And I you know who you're thinking want... of right now. I'm not gonna <laughs> say it, but I know who you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> but you never want to be that person. But when yeah. it's online, it's hard when it's online because everyone so has their... harder. Do you know what I do? I have a rule. Like, say the lecturer is asked a question, and I know I can answer it, but I've already said something in that lecture. I will count to like ten. I will count like one. Oh my god! Two, I will count to ten, and then if nobody else answers, I'll answer. But wow! <laughs> it can get really okay. like awkward. Please, no. Sarah. For tomorrow, tomorrow we're gonna have reformation. I'm gonna do my lecture tonight. The lecture tonight. I'm gonna be really prepared, and hopefully, I'm gonna say something. Cause I like once if I prepare, I can say stuff. But it's just recently I haven't been doing. I haven't been doing much. Last week, I'm gonna like, say I've been missing. So I I missed so much seminars last week. I treated last week as my reading week, not going to lie. You've um, got to do what's best for you. And, you know, you're, you're a very studious person. And if missing a lecture to catch up on an essay is what you've got to do, that's what you've got to do. You can't be thing, beating yourself up about that. thing is, I wasn't even do I was just lying in bed, just like doing nothing. Self-care. Sleeping. Self-care. Self-care is crucial. Um... But yeah, no. Um. Anyways, speaking of back to essays, um, yeah, and that's how that's how you write an essay. That entire discussion is how you write an essay. Good luck. Just kidding. <laughs> I think um, I think the important thing, like Sarah and I have been like, you've got to be engaged. You've got to be this. You've got to be that. You, you know, you've got to unfurl your argument, and it sounds like utter bollocks I know but when when you feel when you pick it all goes back to picking early or looking at a syllabus and going actually which one of these questions interests me the most because Mm -hmm. if you've picked a question that interests you or you're excited by then this nuanced way of arguing this want to explore it this you know nerdiness over referencing will come naturally with that mm-hmm. you know because you'll be engaged and you'll be invigorated and you'll want to write about it like don't get me wrong there are times where <laughs> I would rather paper cut myself to death than write an essay but you're always drawn in back into it because actually you've picked a topic that's piqued your interest and and that's the important bit to remember wonderfully said um and on that I'm note articulate, aren't I? <laughs> you're very articulate and on that note i think yeah it's all about kind of choosing and choosing wisely and knowing that it's something you, you can write about and you're you don't have to be passionate about it just that you have to like it because oftentimes like I've written essays that I don't really I have that's me right now with the um with well we haven't started it at all but well I haven't um it's the um ancient Israel one like I don't mm. I just I don't vibe with it not yet at least but it's it's really hard to start when you don't really 
no vibe is important yeah you gotta vibe it whereas like with like the Anselm essay like I'm really really excited for this I'm really really interested in Anselm so Mm. I'm just Mm. like yeah I need I'm ready to write it I have it but I'm ready you know and that's all that matters that is all that matters (laughs) and it's that's exactly it like with Anselm I knew exactly which one I wanted to write I knew which um because Claire Carlisle has given us quite different approaches so you either Mm -hmm. have the um, looking at the semantics which is and the word choices which is what I'm doing yeah. or you have the looking at the actual content of the ontological argument there is choice and yeah. you can choose which style suits you best so I knew yeah very early on which one I wanted to do which style suited me yeah definitely and yeah I think that's it for our discussion or our very nerdy discussion on essays okay um if you have any if Sorry, you won. By the way, you won the uh, nerd off. No uh, and way. The point, the point that tipped it over was the syllabus is my best friend. <laughs> it's not that I promise I'm. I promise I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, and I promise I'm cool. Between um, those two, anyway. it was four three though. Yeah. So I will buy you a pint when I next see you. Too. Ooh, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited for that. Queen dork. Oh god, I'm excited to just go out and have a drink and not that i can't have a drink right now but you know it's it's yeah, exciting i know um I know. but yeah okay so we was okay i'm the nerd apparently um shocking <laughs> but yeah that's our discussion on essays if you have any questions you know feel free to reach us out on our instagram at r-o-u-k-c-l-t-r-s and twitter and as well our twitter as well at r-o-u-k-c-l-t-r-s Exciting stuff happening. Georgia, do you want to elaborate on what's coming up soon? Um, oh my goodness, yes. So we have, um, I'm not entirely sure when this is going out. So this is coming if- out on Monday, so tomorrow. Oh, amazing. So on Wednesday, we have a, Gail is uh, facilitating a lecture with Harold Wittenjinjic. That is definitely not how you say his name. But I will get there. That was so bad. Um, but he is going to be talking about um, hypnosis and what is required in um, self-hypnosis, you know, the elements of spirituality involved in that, which is really exciting. Ooh, that's um, we are going to be having in April a lecture, not a lecture, a seminar from Dr. Ellen Clark King, who is the new dean. Um, and she's Ooh. going to come and talk about her, um, I think she's going to be talking about her PhD research that she conducted which is going to be excellent um but the very exciting news is we have been given permission to carry on next academic year so i'm putting out the call that if there is anyone that is listening to this and would like to be involved next Mm -hmm. year in the leadership team would like to come on board learn the ropes under some of us to carry it on or you're just interested or you have in mind someone that you want to hear from get in touch either on the instagram or the twitter i think our email is roukcls at gmail.com as well Mm -hmm. but reach out like we are we're more than happy to have you on board also if you're listening up to this point you should definitely um join us because you just went you're a dog too (laughs) 39 minutes of me and georgia talking about 
essays and being a nerd. And if you enjoyed that, I think you're going to enjoy, you're one of us and you're going to be, you're going to enjoy being part of our team. (laughs) Sorry. it's like this i think this podcast is gonna make me sound like i'm like i'm the absolute like the nerdiest nerd but i I promise i have fun i think we should call this one queen dork and why greta thunberg hates georgia yeah okay perfect um message me the titles and i'll i'll get get it ready and (laughs) if if you're listening to this you, you you know what the title is so that's exciting um so yeah, I think that's it. See you in two see you guys in two weeks um with a different podcast episode. I don't know what yet, I don't know with who yet, but it's coming. It's gonna be great. Excellent. Yeah. Bye. Thank you for joining us. Bye. Thank you for joining us. <laughs>